Hey everybody, this is Fish. I'm Steve. And uh, this is the Vermontitude portion of uh, the Ear Spoon. I love that word. Yeah, this is uh, where we where we give back a little bit to our local community here in Vermont. Uh, live from the, well not live, but pre-recorded from the Ear Spoon Studios. Uh, joining the program today, running for state rep four. Did we just talk? What did Wyndham we just four. say? Wyndham Four. Wyndham Four. Just, that wasn't mm. even 20 seconds ago. You see, they, they make a pill for it or refuse to take it. <laughs> Should I talk to you about Holton Home Fish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. <laughs> oh, look at that. Huh? All right. That's all the time we have today. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's get right into it. Uh, Cindy is here. She's running for state rep. Uh, welcome to the Earspoon Studios. Thank mm-hmm. you, Fish. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate you giving me this opportunity. Yeah, happy to have you here for sure. And let's make a point of mentioning that the Wyndham District, I remember when Mike Merwicki first ran, which is a while back now. Ten years, yeah, yes. And he was excited about it and, and has been there ever since and been quite a force in Montpelier. And I think we need to also mention David Dean, who has done magnificent work for the state on both its rivers and as a legislator. But all of us kind of surprised. I guess at some point people do retire, but um, David is now no longer has given up the seat, which leaves it open uh, for you and for uh, any or Nader. I guess Nader Hashim is the only other candidate, and and Mike Morawiecki. Uh, I guess my question first to you is: uh, Was this on your radar? Prior to uh, David saying that he wouldn't be returning to Montpelier? Yes, I've been wanting to, uh, to run for the State House for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been a dream of mine. And I knew that David might retire. We talked a little bit before he made his official announcement. And that was fun and helpful. And then when he did decide to retire and made the announcement, I threw my hat in the ring. Mm-hmm. So is it uh, now? How does it? Let's figure out how it lays out. Because Mike Maruki is still. Is that still District Four? Yes. Yes, so we have th- two seats in District Four. Right. So it was Mike and David, and Mike is running for re-election. Yeah. And Nader Hashim and I are running, and so there are three people going for two seats. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, All right. And, and <laughs> three quality candidates, I must yeah. say. So yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. You know. And I should point out, this is the Democratic primary we're talking about. Correct. It's been. Right. Many decades since we've sent a Republican to the legislature from Dummerston, Putney, and Westminster. George Aiken days, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that 50, sounds about years. right. <laughs> and there are no Republicans who even filed this time for the primary. So essentially, Why? whoever wins the Democratic primary <laughs> is, no. is going to win the general election unless yeah. there's somebody sent by the heavens or something who okay. right. wins and the, an, an independent write-in or something like that. And just to get this out of the way, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the primary is the 14th of August? It is. Most people vote early. 60% yeah. of people vote early yeah, all you yeah, have to yeah. do is walk into your town office and mm. they'll hand you a ballot Super. they'll have them there within the next 10 days two weeks certainly by the first of july right. Great. Yep. easy to do so mm-hmm. really kind of no excuse not to people uh so can i ask you this question uh, i have a few that i'd like to stuff we, in the we time should there. just say for timeline yes. that uh, we are uh, we were recording this with cindy on monday uh, june 18th just so they get right. that 10 day time timeline sure. mm. oh yes thanks right um, having read over your, your site and getting to know you now that I'm a Dummerstonian, uh, you, yes, know, I, welcome. you have potential for my vote. Um, so, uh, and thank you. I, I'm really, really, really thrilled to be there. But one of the things that I came away with from having done talk radio was uh, of all the things I learned about 
we'll call them politicians, but representatives from Wyndham County or anybody up in Montpelier, the real currency above all things, beyond your smarts, beyond your skill set, your toolbox, et cetera, is your ability to form and maintain healthy relationships with your colleagues. Can you talk about what skills you bring on a person level, on a non-issue related level, but what do you bring to the game that might bode well for your constituents as a representative up there? Yeah, I know most of the legislators from around here, all of them really, and have relationships with them already and have spent a fair amount of time in Montpelier. I was part of the State Board of Leading Age Vermont. It's the Association of Not-for-Profit Aging Services Providers. So um, I had more opportunity then to build relationships. Um, I am eager to stand shoulder to shoulder with everybody up there. I think I can find common ground with conservatives around spending um, as little as we need to to get the results we want. I can certainly find common ground with progressives. And I would much rather do it with a coalition of people than by myself. I mean, it's impossible to do anything by yourself yes. up there. <laughs> so I'm eager to, to make those relationships and use them for the benefit of Wyndham Four. Mm. Okay. I have more, but I want you to ask questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, was just, I, I was just looking at the, at the, the pamphlet you brought in and, mm -hmm. and raising the minimum wage is one of the things that you believe in. Uh, which we applaud, kind of getting it up to that livable. Yes. livable. That's not even up to livable, but we'll start no. there. You know, yes. it, it is, it, it's a level of crazy when you think that people mm -hmm. can survive. A livable wage is 15? Is that what we're 20, talking about? 2021 or is livable wage in Wyndham County. Am I right? Okay. Would that be about the number you'd find? Yeah, I haven't looked at the last Joint Fiscal Office livable wage report. It's It's been discouraging, but right now the Vermont minimum wage is $10.40 an hour. Right. And if you work full-time at that wage, you are living in poverty. Yeah, can't and be And that's done. not right. It can't be done. And that yeah. that's the, the piece. Like to raise things to a $15 minimum wage and get pushback from people when you say that this is literally three-quarters of what it takes to break even in this life, and you're saying that's a problem, get them back to half of what's needed, this is a level of insanity. That yeah, we're yeah. It was passed by the legislature, the moving up to $15 an hour over a period of years. Right, yeah. And still Governor Scott decided to veto it. I, if I can address this for a minute, I know a lot of people are concerned about some studies that have said you lose jobs when you raise the minimum wage. The studies that I have read that are peer-reviewed and the most reliable explain that people who are earning minimum wage tend to spend their money in the community. I was talking to somebody exactly. yesterday in Putney knocking on doors that if you're at McDonald's and you get a wage increase, you might lose a job or two there, but the people who are getting that increase in money are going to be going to McDonald's more, mm -hmm. It's and that money is going to increase their revenue and increase their product moving through, and they're going to need to add jobs back in, and the money's going to be there to pay for it. Mm -hmm. And boy, with an, with an unemployment rate of 2.8% in Vermont, is this not a good time to do it? I, you got my vote, lady. <laughs> well, and here's the pushback that I often hear from people, which I don't also don't think has merit, but I'll throw it back your way anyway. Well, you're going to kill small business. They can't afford to pay people that much money. They're barely getting by. What are you going to do about that? You know, I've run a small business, Holton Home. Um, I was hired 19 years ago as the director, and people there did not used to be paid well. They didn't have good benefits. And we pay what is, we aim for a livable wage, it's pretty close, mm -hmm. and we give excellent benefits, and yet we're a sustainable, not-for-profit business. We're doing well and giving excellent care. It can be done. 
the reality right now is unemployment is so low that small businesses are having to raise the amount they're paying per hour just to get anybody to work for them. Right. So whether it's capitalism or people doing it because it's the right thing to do, you can do it. Yeah. It's yeah. not that black and white. Yeah, I have to agree with you. And, and I agree. And I love that you're numbers oriented and data oriented and critical thinking oriented. Yeah. Because the numbers back up this stance as not just a good compassionate stance, but the right, smart, mathematical investment. Yes. I, I think that data should inform policy. So I'm with you there. <laughs> wow. Nice. <laughs> Yay. It's like Score. she read a book or something. <laughs> She's pretty smart. <laughs> She's pretty smart, huh? Uh, for a woman who can make... Holton Home cracks in my direction. For those who don't know, Holton Home is a uh, is a what would you how would you classify? It's that? a residential care home <laughs> for elders who can't successfully live alone at home anymore. So they come to us and they get excellent care. And here's some more data, just a plug for Holton Home and Bradley House, with whom <laughs> we merged a couple of years That's ago. Funny. Living in a place like that, surrounded by keep people who are keeping an eye on you and lots of social interaction and stimulation, getting good meals three times a day, getting your medication as prescribed and on time, you're likely to improve. Any um, descent into dementia is going to slow. Huh. Um, people's mood improves and their family members aren't laying at home wondering, did mom fall and she can't reach her right. lifeline? and Instead, they know that that everything's going to be okay and they're yep. going to get a call if there's a problem. And this is one of my favorite parts is that adult child of that person gets to go from being the caregiver who's telling mom, you can't go down to the basement anymore and do right. laundry. you got to let me do it. you got to go to the doctor. You've got to do this. Yep. They can go back to just being an adult child and yeah. having quality time with their parent. Optimally. It's a win-win-win. So, hey, That's Fish, we look forward to you coming, and I'm sure Vicky will Thanks. appreciate it. And That's right. It'll be good. Just for the record, I mostly do okay when unsupervised. <laughs> no, I got some video says otherwise. <laughs> It's also in one of the most beautiful buildings in all of Broward. Yeah, it really, oh, truly it is. is. It truly is. So um, let me throw, turn the corner a little bit. And I want to make sure that people have an opportunity to find out where you stand on many issues. And we're mm -hmm. not going to go down and, and recite each of them. But um, I want to ask you about the Emerge program. But I also want you to tell people where they can go find information online about you. Sure. My website, because we're from Wyndham 4, I use the numeral 4 in the middle. It's Cindy Jerome, C-I-N-D-Y. J-E-R-O-M-E for staterep.org. I believe in the nonprofit difference, so I decided to go .org instead of .com. All right. Good for you. So we're running out of time. We've got to take a break, and we're going to do a news thing and, and talk more. But uh, the Emerge program, you know, not only you, but we had Emily Kornheiser here who's running for West in, for District uh, the Rep in West Brat, uh, Sarah Coffey, another yes. Emerge, you know, yes. I, think she's, I think the world of Sarah Coffey. Can you talk a little bit about what that program is and what it's done for you and other women in the, in the oh state? Oh, my goodness. It's amazing. You know, there are, there are thousands of women who are running for office this year across the country. Yeah, no, it's And awesome. a lot of them are Emerge graduates. Mm -hmm. There's a national program with state chapters. Vermont started maybe, oh, I'm guessing five years ago by Madeline Cunin. She got it started. Becca Balance, a graduate, I yes. think, of the, um, the first Emerge class. Mm -hmm. Ann Braden is a graduate of okay. this year. 
it you meet once a month for either one whole day or even two whole days around the state and you learn how to run for office it's for democratic women so it's not for everybody but so meaning, it's meaning just members of the democratic party Yes, people need to identify as Democrats. I mean, huh? we don't assign ourselves parties here, mm -hmm. which is kind of nice. But the idea is that you are going to go along with the Democratic platform, which is easy to do. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we learned so much about how to run, the support you need, what to do, how to handle all different kinds of situations. And it was so exciting. It was hearing from Becca and from Liz McLaughlin about Emerge that got the fire raging in me again. And I signed up and, ugh, nice. taken off. We all are. Nice. I know we're up against the clock. You well, well, yeah, for now. We just have to take a quick break and we can come back and chat some more. Okay, cool. So we'll do that. Let's do that. In a moment. Back in a minute. Ball. This is the Ear Spoon with Fish and Steve. Hey, Steve. Yeah? You know what my favorite thing is about doing the podcast? Yes, I do. What is it? Mocha Joe's. Oh, <laughs> you know me so well. You know me so well. You know, you can just, wherever you are, you can go to mochajoes.com and order your coffee. Yeah, fantastic. Quality human beings roasting, packing, and sending coffee all day long. And they do this all right here yep. in Vermont. Yay, Vermont coffee. Yeah. Because it's the climate for growing coffee. Wait, what? Well, nah, not so much. But they, they are fair trade folks. Yes, they are. All right. They have cool gear. Yep. The cool logo. I got a few myself. Yeah. You got you to gotta go and check it out. Most uh, Mocha Joe's Roasting Company. Find that at mochajoes.com. I love them. And that's who powers this podcast. That's right. Couldn't do it without them. Thank you. Thank you. No. Thank you. No, thank you. No. I think this time. Thanks, yeah. Mocha Joe's. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. Ceres Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington. More at theearspoon.com. All right, welcome back. Uh, we are still in the studio with Cindy Jerome. She hasn't Ooh. gotten out yet. She hasn't <laughs> escaped us yet. This is um, in large part because we forgot the combination to the door, but we'll Things work happen. on that. Don't worry. We've, I think there's a four in it. There is. I'm pretty sure. And a Z. But I don't see the Z on the dial pad. Um, all right, so here Cindy is. She's running for uh, the... Uh, it, uh, House four, of Representatives. For Wyndham Four. Wyndham Four. Yes. Right. I, can, I can, never can remember the uh, the, the terminology. Um, and this is a this is a pretty cool position for somebody to run in. But uh, do you run without experience? Do you have experience? How do you? I think a lot of people have run without experience. I do have experience. All I right. was on the Dummerston Select Board for seven years. Oh. Served two years as chair, okay. and I'm in my eighth year as town meeting moderator for Dummerston. Mm. And I feel like that's helpful. Now, is it true that as town meeting moderator that you have to buy your own rotten eggs now to throw at people? Or? <laughs> oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Yes, that is true. <laughs> that is a, and it's not a tax write-off either. <laughs> All right. No, Dummerson folks are great, and yeah. it's town meeting is always worthwhile. So town yeah. meeting is, to me, the absolute epitome 
of mm. how you get it done. That's I, I know, I, I yes. know, I know, I know that there has probably been many moments as a town moderator <laughs> where you really do wish you had a basket of rotten eggs. No, no, not <laughs> but, at all. Uh, I enjoy giving people their say and helping yeah. them accomplish their will. That's so my biggest job. As such town a big moderator. part yes. of democracy. That's why yeah. our, our our current situation with the on, on a national level has just been so. Op- oh no, wait a minute. No, Sorry. don't. No, don't. <laughs> So can I, let's use that as a segue in to you. I mean, if you wouldn't mind, we know that people can go to your website and look up uh, the the particular issues you're working on. But, I mean, I think it's important in Vermont, especially in in politics in Vermont, to talk about values and talk about the things that bring you to the table. You could stay home and just have your life. Why do you want to get paid almost nothing to go drive to Montpelier (laughs) to fight with people? That's why she's working on the minimum wage bump. There you go. No, I do have some really strong beliefs, and I would love to talk with you about them. We're here. I believe in the morality of caring for our neighbors and investing in our communities. It's not just policy to me. I think it's the right thing to do. I believe in making investments in our communities that improve lives now and save money in the long run. Look at what our country did in investing in highways and public education and health care. Thanks, all Obama. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are yes. all the better for it. And I believe in investing in policy that improves Vermonters' lives and lowers state expenditures in the long run. Mm. One thing I'm really jazzed about is ACEs, Adverse Childhood Experiences. That was the wrong way to put it, jazzed about. They're terrible. Mm. Kids experiencing trauma. I heard you mm-hmm. guys talking yeah. during the break about the kids are being separated from their parents at the border. It's awful. Unthinkable. And yeah. there are all kinds of trauma that kids go through. Mom dies of cancer. They're living in poverty, mm-hmm. some kind of abuse. A loved one has an addiction, a chronic illness. There are a lot of things that can impact a kid when they're young, right. and it changes brain development. Yep. And those experiences are highly correlated with things happening later on, like trouble regulating emotions, needing special ed support, having chronic diseases, um, having um, being incarcerated, it, just not being able to be a success the way we tend to define it. So let's give the support when kids are little surround their families with support and we'll end up spending a lot less money in the long run and improve people's lives yeah. huh Imagine I, I don't know that i can support any of that that's the trauma stuff folds into the opioid addiction data as well absolutely yeah. absolutely kids parents can't be present when they're addicted mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest ones we're seeing right now but we can make a difference in the lives of our friends and neighbors Every one of them. That gets me back to the minimum wage. How about we trickle some money up instead of down? Because down hasn't been working very well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, quite yeah, clearly. Are you talking about giving more money to the 1%? Because we're doing that right now. <laughs> we're trying to do that, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. we're not, of course. Oh. Here's the thing that you, you use the word jazzed, and I think it's a good – now, some people will take that as a uh, as a thing that's uh, jazzed you're happy about, but that, that no. not, not in this case. Cause, and this is how I've often used it, so I knew what you meant. So here's that one thing that gets me jazzed is when you do have a parent or somebody or a loved one who gets some sort of a terminal disease and things start to go. Because I have often said we are one catastrophic event away from being that homeless person oh, and, yes. and and breaking yeah. the stigma that, that is behind that and how important that is. And then 
God forbid you have these young impressionable children that are living through this and not knowing how to process yeah, yeah. it. But let's face it, the adults in their lives are too busy trying to keep one of the adults alive. Yes. And what's it going to take? And, yeah. you know, I mean, how to get that, that mother, that father to the graduation yeah. yeah, I met with Josh Davis, the director of Groundworks yeah. Collaborative of the other day. We both served on the board at Groundworks. Oh my Some gosh! Of us so are still you serving. know the work he's doing. Yeah. It's Josh amazing. Is a friend, yeah. And I talked with Josh about this, and and yes, the people he's serving, those homeless people in our community, pretty much a hundred percent of them had some kind of traumatic events yep. early on, mm-hmm. and homelessness is a result of it. Yep. Nobody. So yeah, let's bend the curve there. Nobody, nobody grow as they're growing up. They want to be cops. They want to be firemen. They want to be something. They want to be whatever their dad is. Nobody says, oh, "You know what? I'm, I really, I just want to hold the cardboard sign and beg for yeah. money." That looks yeah. like a good you know. Yeah. And and yeah. and here's the thing that, and we got into this with Emily Kornheiser when we just mm. said like one percent of the population represents that person. The rest of these people are just, you know. Many people working full-time jobs living in shelters all around the country. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. utter madness, and it's, in my view, the utter failure of predatory capitalism. I was years ago, back uh, years and years ago, when it was just the the drop-in center, Mm -hmm. a a Mercedes-Benz pulled into the lot to go utilize the food shelf. And, of course, everybody was up in arms because it was a Mercedes. Mm -hmm. And the lady was forced to defend herself and saying, I have lost everything but that car. Ooh, that is the only thing that I have. Yeah. And I I can sell it, but I can't replace it because I need reliable transportation. And if I'm going to do so, I mean, the argument was there, but it just, you know, shame on you if you're just judging yeah. uh, what you see in front of you. And that, that's a big problem. So I'm, I'm really happy to hear you say what you just said. Yeah. 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 Uh, we need to lift all boats. Can we fold that into some further discussion about what you want to bring to the game? I mean, the $15 minimum wage, I think, mm-hmm. is a great place to start. Rights and Democracy in Vermont is doing a lot of good work around that and the $15, $15 wage coalition. What, you know, for those of us in Wyndham County and in Brattleboro, we see it firsthand. We know we have a panhandling circumstance, and many mm-hmm. towns around the country have this happening, and it brings out some of the worst in people. Mm. But what, I mean, on a systemic level, you talk in larger picture mm-hmm. issues. What can you bring to Wyndham County? How can you help Groundworks in, in specific, but any of the helping agencies in the area to better serve all of our neighbors? Yeah, I think Groundworks is on a really good path. I talked with Josh about what he needs from the legislature, and he talked about how funding comes. It's one year at a time, and it makes it hard for him to invest in starting up programs that he knows are going to make a real difference in bending the curve of the rate of homelessness we have. I'm also really excited about the collaboration that Emily Kornheiser, who's now doing workforce development work with Youth Services, is doing working with Groundworks to give people who are homeless the opportunity to work for a day or a couple of days. And I think that system is going to come together, and that's going to make a real difference. And I hope it makes a difference in how people view folks as well. Mm Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it because sometimes, and again, this is the tagline with uh, with Groundworks, it's, it's about dignity yes. I mean, and being respectful of people. We've all been through different stories and, and we see people, in, and there are people in our town who are not tr- trustworthy, let's say, in that regard, and they're making it worse for people who genuinely need and I don't. I, that's really what we should be focusing. Well, on. you know, most of the tr- untrustworthy people in our town aren't homeless. You know, there there are different that's kinds true. of people who yep. have homes and who don't, and and we need to not lose sight of that. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I was kind of hoping if we have a, two more minutes. Sure. You were talking about what I might want to bring or what's important to me. And yeah. I've got to say that healthcare is a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. I have always felt strongly that healthcare shouldn't be tied to employment, that it ought to be a human right. And that just hit home so, so hard for me personally. I know a lot of your listeners have heard this story, but my son, Ben, when he was 23, was teaching English in Thailand, living his dream, and he was hit by a truck, and he had a traumatic brain injury as well Mm. as a lot of broken bones. He had resilience. He worked really hard. The community gathered around us like crazy. It was Mm. so, so great. Mm. But the thing that I don't think – we wouldn't have a successful outcome if he did not have good health insurance. And as a 23-year-old, thank God Barack Obama for Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act. Ben was still on my insurance, and he got the expert care he needed in that critical window when the brain can recover. And so a couple of weeks ago, he graduated from UVM with a master's well degree. Thanks, well Obama. Done, yes. <laughs> he had to work hard, but he did wow. it. And it kills me that some people just don't, don't get want it. that to happen. They, they, uh, my kid is lucky. That should not be luck. No. Every person ought to have access to quality health care. And for every Ben, there are a number of people who that didn't happen That's for. Right. You know. That's right. Because let's face it, at 23, you're kind of bulletproof, so you don't think you need <laughs> health insurance. No, right? That's true. That's right. I, yeah. I didn't have it as a 23-year-old I male. I didn't either. I didn't either. You know? Yeah. So I just didn't need and it. I was luck healthy. luck was with us. Yeah. yeah. And... And yeah. that should not be a way to operate in the so- world's you know, so-called uh, number one country and most, et cetera. If we value people. Right. You just hope it doesn't happen to you. Like, yeah, that's no, not right. No, it's not good <laughs> enough. And there are so many countries in the world that have universal health mm-hmm. coverage. And it's amazing how much less it costs to take care of people and get better health outcomes right. when you're not spending 20 or 30% of every healthcare dollar on paper pushing and marketing. Right. So, yeah, I'd like to make big systemic changes like that. So I know we're going to we're pushing up against yeah. the clock, and I don't want to push too many questions into this. But with that said, with your with um, imagining you elected, you're a representative from Wyndham County, Wyndham 4, uh, how much leverage do you have? I mean, we've seen the conversation in the state of Vermont about Vermont Health Connect, about the Vermont, and it's been a lot of pushback. It's been a lot of crazy, some computer stuff. What effectiveness can you bring to that conversation nationally and otherwise? You know, I'll be one of 150. I'll have more of a voice in Vermont than a lot of people do. I'll have more of a voice on the federal stage than some people do. But, you know, none of us are going to work miracles. But, boy, Vermont has led the way in so many things. And I think this is something we can lead the way on as well. It It was so disappointing when Peter Shumlin Shumlin decided this isn't going to work. I think it can work, and it's going to take a Democratic governor who knows how to – how to lay out a vision for people and also help people who don't think that we can afford it to see what the cost savings are. Fine, I'll run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's missing in your right, life. Then. You heard it here first. Hey. Um, here's food. Use one health care, you got it. Boom, done, boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if only it were that easy, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. and it's not going to be easy, but that doesn't mean we don't try. That's right. right. Exactly. exactly. I know we got to wrap it up. Is there anything else you want to tuck on the end of this conversation? I plug, was plug your website. Oh yes, yeah. thank you. Yes, Cindy Jerome four number four statewrap.org. I also have a Facebook page. Just search the same thing, Cindy mm-hmm. Jerome for state rep. And if you want to help out with my campaign, I'll give you my campaign phone number eight zero two. 
387-0257. That's okay. easy to remember. It is. Well done. Yeah. 387-0 and a Brattleboro exchange. Yep, 257. Mm-hmm. Huh? But Good thank one. you guys. I really appreciate yeah. it. It's yeah. always fun hanging out with you. Uh, go on. No, yeah. please, go on. <laughs> well, best of luck to you. I mean, because this is, I mean, it's that you're stepping up like this. And, and, and Nodder as well. And Mike, who's done yes, it for many years. Yeah. To their credit, to all your credits, that you really genuinely want to represent the people that you live around. And, yes. and that's what Vermont politics is all about. I want to serve, yes. Yeah. Great. All right, Cindy Jerome, uh, Wyndham Four, uh, running for the uh, for primary. Yeah. Contested August seat. 14th. August so 14th. Please, and vote ahead of time if you want to. Absolutely. And uh, we want to thank you for tuning in to the Vermontitude. Vermontitude. Edition of the Earspoon done from the Earspoon Studios. All right. All right, Steve. We'll talk to you in a couple of minutes when we do the actual. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. All right. <laughs> okay. Cindy, thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. More at the earspoon.com.